this is Jude Null, and you're listening to the Norse Up Podcast, a production for NKU by NKU to highlight the expertise of our university's faculty and staff. Joining me as usual is my co-host Clayton Castle. Today we're chatting with the Veteran Resource Station's Rusty Martis about Veterans Day, its history, and NKU's Green Zone Brigade training, which helps faculty and staff gain a deeper understanding of the military and veteran experience. Rusty spent 24 years of active duty service in the United States Air Force before retiring in 2014. Since then, he has become an advocate for veterans and their families, co-founding the Northern Kentucky Veteran Coalition, starting the City of Independence's Veterans Office, and he now serves as the coordinator for NKU's Veterans Resource Station, Rusty, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, gentlemen. It's great to be here. So, Rusty, just real quick, start off, talk a little bit about your your military service and what drove you to want to go into the military. Well, what drove me to get into the military, to be quite frank with you, is to get out of Northern Kentucky. So (laughs) that might not be how we want to start the podcast, but um, and we definitely don't want to go down the the pipe uh, that uh, I was an NKU student when I decided to join without getting a degree, even though I'm one credit short. If anybody out there can help me get that credit, be uh, make me an alum, that'd be great. Uh, but really, the reason I joined was uh, to find find myself. Honestly, I was just too immature uh, during my first years of college to be really successful, and I didn't set myself up very well. And so I joined. To, to get away from Northern Kentucky, like I said, but really was to gather more educational benefits so I could uh, set myself up for success in the future. And uh, sort of touching on that, what are some of the unexpected challenges that veterans today face, like transitioning from military life to the campus environment or the other way around? Yeah, absolutely. And that's a great question because that's what we see according to the VA Veteran Affairs Statistics, about 75% of all active duty military will choose to go to college after they get out of the service. So we have a direct impact here at NKU with all of our military connected and veteran students coming in. More importantly, we know that, and and, and I struggled tremendously uh, when I got out of the service. You know, I, I joined, like I said, to find some educational benefits and set myself up for success in life, but I didn't find that when I got out. After 24 years of being in military service, when you wake up one day and you kind of lose your self-worth. Yeah. You lose that purpose. You lose that passion. It's like, what do I get up and do today? Because, uh, you know, when you're in the military, every day you have a purpose, you have a mission, you have a, what you're going to do, you know, you set up. Yeah. Um, and so when you get out and you lose all that, it's very difficult to find that. So, but I'm not the only one. We find uh, through missiontransition.org that 76% of all veterans, when they get out of the service, will struggle at some point in time. So, again, having that that opportunity as faculty and staff and even other students to be engaged with our military-connected veterans is key to helping them successfully transition. What led you to want to... um to go about this military advocacy after your own service, what led you to want to become an advocate for these veterans who may not know about these resources or, um, yeah, what just led you to want to do that? Yeah, I love that question because really, like I said, I struggled tremendously when I got out. And a big part of it is uh, I, ended, I was a Mustang, Air Force Mustang. Uh, if you don't know what Mustang is, I did 12 years enlisted. I uh, was fortunate enough to get my bachelor's while I was in the service, was commissioned and became an officer. And I did 12 years as a uh, officer. Um, and when I got out, I thought, you know what? Everybody's going to want me. Um, I kind of call, call it the Captain Marvel, uh, <laughs> Captain America syndrome, because you, you got all these great expectations. Like I ran 
uh, personally, you know, and I, my story is similar across the board, but I, I had, you know, over a billion dollars in equipment I was responsible for, um, millions of dollars of a, a budget um, in charge of a significant amount of people. And I was like, there's no way that a company is not going to want, want me to come and join them. Yeah. Uh, I, I sent in 77 applications. I got five requests for interviews. I took three of them. The highest paying offer I got was $33,500. I was making, you know, quite significantly more uh, when I got out of the service, about 80K. And my expectations when I got, I was like, you know, if I get anything around the 50 range, I'll be great. Well, that hit me right in my psyche. I mean, that kind of drove a stake through my heart, right? It's like, nobody wants me. What did I do wrong? Why, again, going back to that self-worth thing, why is this uh, such a struggle and a problem? And so I ended up did taking a job. Um, it was with a great organization, but it wasn't the right fit for me. And the only reason I really took that position is because they gave me a hug, right? They're like, hey, we'll take you, Rusty. Come on over to our side. And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. I would love to do that. Um, but again, it wasn't the right fit for me. And so I was miserable, um, even though I was working. Until I got uh, it was through some volunteer work that I was providing, I got an opportunity to go work for a nonprofit that was strictly working for veteran services, in particular transitioning service members. And I found that self-worth again. I found that purpose and I found that passion. And so that led me really to go full force into what it is. And on the other side of the coin, um like in a university setting, there are people that don't always have the frame of reference to understand the experience of these military affiliated students. What's something that people may misunderstand or get wrong about these students? I think the the biggest thing that people don't understand is, again, um, we do an amazing job from a military standpoint to build warriors. Um, and to build that, again, that build up that confidence and that, that uh, purpose and that passion while you're in the service. And when you get out, it's missing. And finding that value again um, and bringing it all into and making sure that they're successful. And so we find that uh, a lot of our our military connected and veteran students, when they come into your class or they come into your office or you're sitting with them in class, is that... Uh, they kind of shy away because they're still searching for that next area, that next adventure and trying to figure it out. And so how can we support them to help them figure that out? All right, let's talk about a training that we provide here on campus that I actually went through uh, last, no, two weeks ago. Um, it's called the Green Zone Brigade. Can you talk a little bit about what that is and why you think faculty and staff should partic uh, partake in this training? Well, uh, I appreciate that and uh, I appreciate you taking the training. Uh, you're one of 116 faculty and staff that have went through that training since last November. We launched that last November uh, as part of our Veterans Day ceremony and celebration as we come up on Veterans Day here pretty soon. Um, the biggest thing is understanding what they're going through once they get out of the service and best way to support them. So unfortunately, we know that uh, veteran suicide is increased um, compared to on the civilian side. In fact, our post 9-11 veterans have a four times increase in veteran suicide compared to who we lost in the war. Um, a lot of that is if you served in combat, um, even if you didn't, but especially if you served in combat, uh, that that thrill, it's hard to find that thrill again. And so again, we talked about self-work, but when you come into campus, there's no comparison uh, to campus life compared to, you know, being in the service and or, or being in combat. But we know, according to the American Psychological Association, that veteran suicide is about 7.7% 7 .7 
um, suicidal attempts on campus. And unfortunately, we went through that uh, here on campus and we want to eliminate or reduce, but it, the goal was obviously to eliminate completely. And so just being a voice of reason and being there as support for them will ensure that they're more successful. Yeah, to follow up on that, um, one, you talked a little bit about that stat about the um, post 9-11 suicides. That was the, I took a lot from that train, but that number to me was staggering. I The exact number, I, I don't know them off the head, but off the top of the head, but there was in post, in deaths from post 9-11 wars was only about 7,000 soldiers compared to the, I think it was 33,000 or 30,000 somewhere in there soldiers who have returned home and then, um, you know, committed suicide. That number is staggering. What, um, you know, just when you hear those stats as a veteran and you do this service here on campus, what, what do you, what are your thoughts on that? Well, and that's, again, that's part of the, that purpose and passion, finding that self-worth that I came across is because we shouldn't have any, right? Um, any suicide is tragic. And, uh, I went through that, 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 area and that part of my life, especially when I got back from Afghanistan. And then again, when I retired again, it gets down to that value and value in that service member and, and what they went through and what they're going through. Um, and a lot of times they want to be standoffish because they, they're still trying to figure it out. So just having that Green Zone Brigade sticker magnet, wherever you want to call it on your door, saying that you're there to support, that means more to them than you'll ever imagine. Me listing 116 names on our website, veterans.nku.edu, um, as members of Green Zone Brigade, just means a lot more than you will ever imagine. Because what it means is the community, the NKU community is standing behind our military connected veteran services and what we're here to protect and, and, and to honor and to serve them. What is a resource or you know, something you know now that you wish you had known when you were younger or when you were getting out of the military? Oh boy, I wish you wouldn't ask me that question. <laughs> uh, and the reason is because I'll get myself in trouble in a hurry. I've been kicked out of Lieutenant Governor's uh, previous administration's office, or at least they threatened to kick me out. Because I was down there telling them about the lack of resources that we have for military and and. and veterans in Northern Kentucky in particular, but Kentucky really has uh, less resources in a lot of areas, especially around us <laughs> in the region. Um, part of that is because uh, Ohio and every county, they have a veteran resource center. Uh, Kentucky doesn't do that. Um, in fact, we recently just lost our two Kentucky Department of Veteran Affairs representatives that we had in Northern Kentucky. So like I said, I won't go down that path. Um, but the biggest thing is when I got out of the service, I, I looked for services. I looked for uh, veteran organizations that I wanted to be a part of and that could uh, help me in that transition, even though I didn't know it at the time. It was really just to get information and share that information. And that's kind of what led us to, to launch the Veteran Independence Program um, and a few other things that we launched is because of those lack of services that were available. So that led us to the start of the North Kentucky Military Veteran Coalition, which has currently over 45 organizations that are supportive of military veterans and advocates for them. So I will say this, if there's a military student, veteran, faculty, staff, community, whoever hears this podcast, if you want a list of resources, go to our website, veterans.nku.edu, click on the resources tab. There's a plethora of resources, but more important, you can give us a call 859-572-7867, and we'll connect you directly to any resources that you may need. And uh, what is one of the most rewarding parts of your work at the Veteran Resource Station right now? seeing that transition finally come to fruition. So um, 
Engagement is very key. We know this through the American Warrior Partnership that found that they've done a four-year study uh, that found if you have engagement with a veteran early on when they get out of the service, their well-being rate jumps by 21%. But if you have long-term engagement with them greater than three months, it jumps to a whopping 79%. That transitional success is key. Um, not only to college, because we want to make sure that they're through college, but one of the things that we were able to do is uh, we'll always be here for our North Kentucky military veteran um, connected students, but we're also want to be here even once they get out of college. So we're able to do kind of a secondary mission, open the doors up for our community as well. We want to be here for their, their college life, but also their career and any life expectations there are. So seeing that boom and transition is what really matters. So let's say a veteran student or faculty or staff member, they are listening to this podcast and they want to walk into the Veterans Resource Station here on campus, bottom floor of the University Center. What will they find in the Veterans Resource Station? Well, like I said, engagement's always key. One, one they're going to find outstanding customer service. <laughs> Engagement's such a key aspect of it. We try to set it up so it's kind of like a familiar, or it, it feels familiar. Um, so anybody that's served in the military or went traveling or was deployed, uh, they used to go hang out at the USOs. You go and get free water, sodas, and yes, even monsters um, <laughs> and snacks. Thanks to our partnership with NKU Fuel, um, they have snacks, they have coffee. Our partnerships with the local VFWs, Veterans of Foreign Wars, they have opportunity to grab a soda or a monster or whatever they may be. Uh, we offer them free printing. Um, and we connect them to their available resources, not only on campus, but federal and state resources and local community as well. All right. We, this w- podcast will drop on Veterans Day, November 11th. Talk a little bit about Veterans Day at NKU and what's that, what that is like for you. Yeah, Veterans Day is always special, right? Because it's a, an opportunity to honor and celebrate and also, in a way, to remember all our veterans that served. It's totally different from Memorial Day. Memorial Day is for those that gave their life for our country and our freedoms, which is very important. But obviously, we don't want to necessarily celebrate Memorial Day. That's a time of remembrance. Veterans Day is a time to celebrate everybody that served. We know that only about 5% of the U.S. population is even eligible to serve, and only about 1% ever does serve. So recognize them and celebrate them is key. We hold a um, annual Veterans Day celebration, and this is dropping on Veterans Day. So hopefully you hear it before 2 p.m. on November 11th, uh, but we'll be at the Oakley and Eve Amphitheater outside, uh, be at the Buddy Theater, UC, um, if it's weather, bad weather last year. Unfortunately, we had some bad weather, but uh, we had a great crowd. Uh, we have Northern Quarrel, sorry, uh, Northern Quarrel will be uh, singing. Um, our ROTC, yes, we do have an ROTC, Reserve Officer Training uh, Program here on campus um, that we're building and growing as well. And so they'll be perf- be handling our um, flag folding ceremony and we'll have a opportunity to recognize at least four um, champions of success award winners and all our veterans and besides attending the veterans day celebration what can uh you know non-military affiliated students or faculty do to support uh veterans on campus or just any military affiliated student well i think you nailed it uh, uh, support that's the biggest thing. Um, highly encourage you to get Green Zone Brigade training like we talked about earlier. One, again, it just shows that uh, you're there to support them. Um, and it also provides some 
avenues for resources that can be available um, to include things like uh, how to talk to a veteran because a lot of people don't know how to really start that conversation. So we talk about that. And we also provide some tips and tools in the classroom. And if you're a staff member on how to get better engagement from those veterans. Um, but we also have a volunteer tab uh, tab on our website, veterans.nku.edu. Can't promote that enough, I know. Uh, but get involved tab. You click on that and it gives you an opportunity to you know, be a mentor. Um, it can be anything from looking over a resume to getting them connected to something or just being a, an ear uh, for them to, to talk to. Awesome, Rusty. Thank you again for joining us on the Norse Up podcast. Um, again, be sure to like us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. This has been the Norse Up podcast with Rusty Martis of the Veterans Resource Station here at North Kentucky University. Rusty, one more time, thank you again for joining us. Thank you, gentlemen. And uh, to all the military connected and veteran students out there, happy Veterans Day. Happy Veterans Day to all of you. And thank you for your service, Rusty. Um, and thank you again for being here. This has been the Norse Up Podcast. For Jude Knoll, I'm Clayton Castle. We will talk to you next week.